Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of Rise from the Dead podcast. I am half of the duo term uh, here, and I have my partner. What's up, lovely people? I'm your girl, Ash, a.k.a. Ash to Ashes. How's my Ash? I'm good, for the most part. Yeah, me Sitting too. here looking like a hot-ass mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you I got no drawers on while I'm recording this. <laughs> <laughs> a little behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Uh-uh. The listeners are going to be like, oh. It's all right. They can't see you. I mean, that's for my OnlyFans people. And you but, can subscribe to him at. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so what's been going on with you? By the time this episode comes out, we have scrumped for Scream. You, at the, when this comes out, have seen this in 3D. I, I can't wait to hear all about it. <laughs> yeah, I am going to be meeting with our friend Tyrone and his <sighs> lovely fiance Jalisa and Bobby from People Under the Scares. I wish you yeah, were here yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, just I'm rub it in. And can we talk about how we don't have those popcorn buckets? <sighs> don't get me started because. There's a Cinemark probably like 35, 40 minutes away from me. And I'm just like, now nah, I'm going to be pissed if I drive all the way down here. They don't got any. But they just made a post that they're selling them online. So you can buy them online. But the one thing that sucks is that you won't get them till like August. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. And I saw like the little attraction for it like the marketing for it like we had no idea that we are blown away that these sold out bitch don't no. tell me you want, <laughs> don't tell me you're going to re-release them and we can buy them and then they won't come here till august it is february right now like yeah. i'm pissed the movie comes out march 10th we're seeing it march 9th why aren't they available before then y'all need and to I- I wonder if they, like, worked out, like, some type of deal with Cinemark. Because I'm like, how come, like, Cinebistro, AMC, uh, Regal, why couldn't they sell any of the merch? Yeah. I'm just like, I want that popcorn bucket. I even want the plushie. I want it all. I wanted it all. But I was willing to pay a pretty penny. I was willing to swipe my card, going to debt for it. Well, because then it's like... I was, who was I talking to about it? I was talking to one of my, my friends about just, like, how people act when stuff like this happens. So, like, I used to work at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So, whenever the new cup line out, lineup came out, all these bitches would act like hot messes when they came out. Oh, my gosh. Like, they'll it was be, a new pair of Jordans or something. Oh, my gosh. They'll wait outside the stand, like, before we open just to give, like, the new... Um, color changing cups and they'll buy them in bulk just so they can go like on ebay and resell them for like 10 times the price yeah I'm like it's not that serious and that's what people are doing that with like these scream merchandise yeah like they're buying all up and reselling them and that pisses me off like for real for real don't be on Ghostface now because a lot of y'all be talking shit about Ghostface. Yep. A lot of y'all be talking shit about the Scream franchise. And now all of a sudden, see, that's what makes me mad about the world. This is what makes me so mad about human beings. Y'all just fuck it up for everybody. And this is going to be a, a, a friendly PSA. If somehow, some way, you got access to a screener, 
for Scream 6 and you're going around social media spoiling it, you're a hoe. You are a hoe. You are a hoe and a half. Yes, because I was spoiled on TikTok and y'all pissed me the fuck off. Y'all pissed me off. I think I sent, was it Michael? Yeah, you sent us the person's name. Yeah. You lucky I remember your name, bitch, but I, I hope. Every time you exit your phone, you close your music app. I hope, <laughs> I hope just the worst things happen to you. I hope you have lice, bitch. I hope you step on a Lego. You know what? Get him. <laughs> <laughs> but I listeners, just... It, it, just moral of the story is don't be a fuckhead. Don't be a fuck that just fucks everything else for every fucking body else. Exactly. I don't, I'm like, do people get off by doing these things? Because the same thing happened last year. I was a part of this, um, like, Woodsboro, like, screen fan club on Facebook. Like, it was a group. And people who had ha- got access to see the movie early got on there and, like, spoiled who, like, who they killed off. I was like, really? Oh, they did that with five? See, yep. that's why, see... They want to stop doing shit like that for us because, like, people don't know how to fucking act. People don't know how to act, yo. Like, and if you care about the movie that much and you know what's going on for the movie and for the people who put all this hard work into the movie, leave it the fuck alone. Like, don't be such a dick. And what's crazy is, like, this is... This always happens with the Scream movie. Just think back of Scream 2. They had to change the script like two times mm-hmm. because someone who wow, was an thinking. extra uh, leaked the script and like told everyone who the killers were because we, the killers that we got in the Scream 2 that we see now weren't the original like killers. Oh my gosh, we were jit of, of a yeah. black female. Oh, that pisses me so off. So I was just like... Maybe they're like, oh, we're going to do this because it's history. <laughs> but no, you're being an asshat and a hoe. <laughs> and you're just horrible. Yeah. It's and I hope you eat unseasoned chicken with mm. nothing to drink. Nine times out of ten, they probably already do. So it'll make them no never bitches. Probably. Anyway. But, anyways, exactly. But, so. But can I just say, though, like, shout out to Bobby who, who made the effort, who was trying to find us. Some bucket, some product, if you will. And he was going to send it to us, and we didn't know it. So, Bobby, you're a We gem. love you. You're, you're a top-tier human in my eyes. That's a black king right there. That's a black king right there. <laughs> but, Ash, I'm sad. This is our last episode, and we're going on a little break. I know. Yes, listeners. Okay. I know my heart, my heart, listeners, my heart did stop a little bit when he said that, but yes, like what Germ said, um, this is going to be our last episode and we're going on like a little break because we're human, uh, life happens and we need to take care of ourselves, but don't y'all worry because we'll be right back better than ever. And if you care, you know, just hit us up on our socials. We give them to you every episode. If you're not following us by now, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, just. We're going to miss you, but, you know, you're you're in our hearts. You're yes. in our hearts. So let's make this a fun episode, Ash. Yeah. So, Germ, what are we going to do today? Oh, we're wrapping it up. We figured we started with part one of my cycle suite, my super cycle suite 16. Let's wrap it up. We finished part two last episode. It was a fun ride. 
Do you think my Super Cycle Sweet 16 Part 3 would match its energy? We shall see. Um, and this was also directed by Jacob Gentry. This came out, I believe, in 2012. Yep. Yes. And fun fact, I did not know this until I was reading the IMDb page, but Jacob Gentry uh, makes a brief appearance as a professor in this episode. I was talking dumb shit last episode. Like, I hate when people direct. <laughs> and, and here he is, but he was there for like two seconds. It's okay, Jacob. We like you. <laughs> Uh, and this this part three does star same cast Lauren McKnight as our Sky, Kirsten Prout as Alex, and we also have newcomers uh, Ryan Sipek as Nathan Stillo. That's I believe he is cute, ain't he? <laughs> and I think I found my Derek in this episode. I mean, in this in this film with Uh-oh. Jillian Rose Reed as Sienna. She's my Derek. She, and I, I love how she's in this one because around this time, that's when um, Awkward was popular. It came out. It was very popular. She played the best friend in that in that that show. So I was like, okay, look at her getting her little MTV coins. I was gonna say that was on uh, MTV as well, and I was on a roller coaster with Sienna's character. This whole thing, I was up and down, up and down, and then, but yeah, it was. She's my Derek in this episode. Uh, in this, I keep calling it an episode. This, this movie, this film. But let's get into it. Spoilers are ahead, people. Ash, going into part three, what did you hope for? I was hoping for some more awesome kills because, like, in the first two films, the kills have been chef's kiss. Like, very mm-hmm. clever, uh, give me all the gore because you know I, I'm a, I'm a girl a gore girl I love the blood. Um, I was I was very looking forward to like how they were going to wrap this all up because I was like there's no way we're going to get a part four. Yeah. And this movie is a perfect like a movie like this. This movie is meant to be a trilogy. Yeah. Um. And I was just like wondering where it could all go like I had a feeling where it was going especially with how like part two ended and I was like well Charlie's dead so who else could it be mm-hmm. and yeah so I want you to help me I'm gonna ask you for your help when we're talking about the movie because there's something I don't understand I must have missed it but instead of re-watching it I wanted you to explain it to me so okay. <laughs> um spoilers ahead again listeners we start the movie off with people getting ready we see this individual getting ready and the first thing i see is a red coat and i automatically thought of allison de laurentis from pretty little liars oh you don't remember so i was not the biggest pretty little liars fan i've never hopped on that bandwagon now i know the characters i know the characters i know what the show's all about but for some reason i just not could not get into it before we go any further, can you Google Red Coat PLL really quick just to see what I'm talking about? Because I don't want to be left on this island alone. You uh-huh. have to stay with me. Listeners, you guys seem pretty low liars. She's looking at it. I'm looking it up right now. Does oh, it not give you that? Does it not it give you that? Is. Ooh. So 
That's what it gave me. It's a whole thing. I wouldn't advise on watching Pretty Little Liars now because it ended crazy. Like, after season three, maybe a little bit of four, the rest of the damn series does not make sense. Even though the new Original Sins... One, I, that's my shit right there. That's my don't shit. Don't get... Don't that get is my shit. Like, they and tried I can't wait to for the second season. World. Yeah, I was so hyped that they... Ooh. Ooh, Ash, you want to... We should do a clubhouse watch party for the premiere of that. Because I'm, I'm excited about it. Do you want to do that? Yeah, Look at us making plans. Y'all are invited if you want to. Just let us know. But yes, Original Sin is awesome. But PLL seasons one through three, a little bit of four is the goat. It gave me red coat. And you see Sky getting ready. And I will say, Warren McKnight looks Awesome. Yeah, I had that in my nose. I was like, Did the you? bangs, y'all. Yes. There goes my bangs, bitch. Oh, <laughs> what? And you don't know. Oh, <laughs> I was like, all right, give me a bang. It was a strong bang with a straight Ooh. lace. Like, come Ooh. on. She, yes. Yeah. So she looks awesome. And then we get our first cameo with Brig. And an uncredited cameo, too. I saw that. What was wrong with that? Like, did they not? <laughs> okay, my theory. Germ <laughs> has a theory. Since it was the last entry in this series, I felt like, to me, the budget wasn't there. Oh, mm-hmm. I was, that's in my notes, too. The budget <laughs> wasn't there. I think they spent a lot of the budget on the mansion that they were in because. Going, fast forwarding a little bit, the kills, some of them were off screen, and I did not like that. That Mm kind of made me mad. I was like, "Mm, you get some points, Doc, for that. But you can tell that the budget was hit a little bit. And I felt like we got to cut some characters to make room for other characters. Maybe it was Sienna being on Awkward. like, (laughs) But she really wasn't in the movie like that too much either. She really didn't have an eye. But she made enough. She was there enough to make an impact. Now so, I'm curious about the budget because that was in my notes too. I was like, budget wasn't something's budgeting. off. Yeah, yeah, and I and to me was it? I was like, was it a production company change? I I don't know, but even the whole movie in general. And these are my final thoughts. I'm jumping ahead, but the whole movie in general as a whole felt different. What you're gagging? What? Oh no! So I found, I found the reason why he was like. Un, like uncredited kind of. The scandalous. So no. So uh, thank you, IMDb. So it says Briggs' character originally had more relevant role in the film, but had to be written out because Chris Zilka was busy filming Piranha 3D. I've never seen a Piranha movie. <sighs> They're fun. Okay. That's all I can say. They're fun. So he was in that. Do you remember him in that? Yeah, I haven't seen that one since. So I've seen 3D, but I haven't seen 3DD in a long-ass time. So Wait, I might have to go DD? back. So is that like their part two of the part three? Yeah, so they try to make it fun because, like, DD. Oh, is it on a beach or something? Yeah. Okay, Baywatch. Okay. Oops. All right. Well, we see Brig, his uncredited cameo appearance and he's on video chat with sky and we're getting into the times it looks like they're on facetime you know so we're we're kind of going away from the myspace days 
And Sky is living with Briggs' family. And he is, I believe, in New York doing his thing. Is that right? Yeah, so, like, they're getting ready. Um, they graduate from high school, so they're getting ready for college. So, <laughs> excuse me. Briggs is already away at school, and Sky, we're watching her packing up for her way, like, her making her way to school. Mm-hmm. And when they're talking, you know, when you're in a long-distance relationship, you know, you're feeling things that you, you know, you want to do things that you necessarily can't do with that person. So they try to get it in a little bit over FaceTime, show a little shoulder. That's as far as they got. Oh, <laughs> times. Take me I was going to ask you, have you ever done that? Like, Unfortunately. <laughs> like, just like FaceTime sex or like phone sex? I think, so watch this scene. <laughs> Excuse me. I was just sitting on the couch like, ooh, I used to do that. <laughs> you got to get your angle down. Like, all right, bitches, <laughs> here you go. You throw it up. But I, I'm guilty of it as well. Y'all listening, y'all have done it too. Stop playing. We're all, we're not innocent here. And before we get, um, <laughs> get into uh, uh, what's her girl's name? Sky. She her rides outside, so she they beat and she's on her way out. And then we meet Briggs' dad, who is the absolute sweetheart, like complete father figure that she should have had. He hugs her, was like you've been awesome. Like we're here if you need, if you need us, always. You whatever you've been through, you don't deserve. Just that figure in her life that she also needed and I'm glad that she got it from her boyfriend's father because she even acknowledges it and she tells Briggs over the FaceTime chat like your people have been great and they have a nice home as well so we meet my new girlfriend Sienna I don't know she how met off the Craigslist yeah she I, okay thank you because I was going to pose the question how did they meet I, I must have been missing things I don't know and Sienna off the rip is just full of life very carefree it looks like she's newly single sky is still thinking about brig even though like she's going to see him and she misses him and stuff she you can tell she's a little tempted because <laughs> we meet nathan who is a cutie he's fine because mm-hmm. they wind up getting a flat tire uh, Sienna pulls over and she tries to fix it. Nathan comes up. I think that's the order how it happens. Nathan comes up, offers them, offers to help fix it, correct? Yeah, so um, Sienna actually fixes the tire and they're on their way and they notice that a car was like on the side of the road. Because um, this was around the time when Sky gets that weird phone call from Alex. Now it's been two years since the events okay. of the last film and Sky's like, I've been trying to like contact her she won't call me back or anything and then out of the blue she gets a phone call from alex and alex is like oh like i'm sorry i've been so busy everything's good um you should come by because sky's like yeah i'm getting ready like i'm on my way to school like i'm getting ready to move to my dorm and she's like oh come visit me before you you leave like for old time's sake She's like, bitch, I'm gone already. Because this whole right. time, Sky has been reaching out. But you just have not reciprocated. Right. So Sienna's like, oh my gosh, Sky, Like, we could totally like visit her. It's like only 40 miles up the road. Like, we got this. So 
Um, I, I just love, I love seeing. I, I, I'm sorry, too. I can't. She's just she's a little careless, a little bit, but she's just she's that extrovert that an introvert needs. Yes, to you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. And, so like on their way there, they notice that car's on the side of the road, and it's Mister Foin Foin. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're looking for this house. And he's like, oh, I know where it's at. So, like, he's like, I know I, sh- I-, I should be going with y'all. They're like, oh, no, come with us. Because Sienna's like, oh, he is hot. He is moin. Mm-hmm. Like, she is feeling it over him. Mm-hmm. So they encourage him to, like, to show them the way to Alex's grandparents, like, summer house or something like that. Like, yeah. that's a big-ass house. These houses that these people <laughs> have are redonkulous. They live, it gives me Clue, like that mansion in Clue. It gives me House on Haunted Hill. Uh-huh. It gives me bodies, bodies, bodies. It those These houses are massive. And a lot of shit goes down in it, in them. And we see that in this, in this film. We, they get to the door where they finally get there. And you could tell Nathan is kind of hesitant to approach. Sienna's just like, come on, come with us. As soon as they open the door, we meet Nico, who is just a complete tool. Like, mm-hmm. he's a cutie too. But I mean, all be- the guys in this movie were cute, but Nico yeah. was just like, yeah. Two oh, things he's to the, be true. the party, uh, party guy, the ladies' man. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's a bro. Stop. Don't you get into this shit. I will again, I will disconnect this call. Don't you jam it up. <laughs> and I know you would because how many times have you left our group chat and I had to bring you back in? That's an, all right, side note. <laughs> <laughs> I like we said last episode, Ash myself and people on the scares, Bobby and Michael. We yeah. have a group chat. They be saying some fuck shit all the time. No, don't and speak like I, us. they drag me back in. And it's so unfair. It's you know you wanna know what it is? It's because I'm the only Spanish one. Oh my god. That's what it is. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But yeah, I le- I've left the group chat like I think three times already and they dragged me back in. But anyway, we meet we meet Nico and who's the other guy? Um Leo. He's nicer than Nico. Yeah. At, at first. You know. And he, He's like, come on in, Alex is here. And we see, like, this setup in this house. And Alex's back is toward Sienna and Skye when they enter this dining room. And we see this, her, it looks like Alex's friend, Ani, her name is? Yeah, Ami, yeah, something like that. Something like that. I'm gonna call her Ani. I think it's Ani, whatever. And we turn around and Alex is dressed to the nines. And... To me, she looks like a stepper wife. And she does. And she's like, it's my sweet 16 and this is my dinner. And the first thing I thought, like, ma'am, you're turning 16, but you look 40. Uh, <laughs> that's why I said, I'm like, hold on. Yeah. I'm like, so that made, okay, like, because two years after the last film, so she was 14. 14. I'm like, you didn't look like no 14-year-old. Have you ever seen that show? It's a tattoo show or whatever. And the guy and the girl is arguing. I'll send you the clip. <gasps> yeah. You know what I'm yes. talking about? And he's like, Ink he Master. Says, yes, yes, yes. He's like, why are you 25 but look 40? And then, <laughs> that's what it gave. So I was like, damn, Alex. Okay. 
She was salty as fuck. She's like, how dare you? Yeah. Like, but where's the lie, though? (laughs) And I forgot to say, too, Nathan has something going on with him because initially, Nico, Leo, everyone is, like, very hesitant about letting him in. They're telling him to get the hell out. He's a creeper. Just, and then he leaves. Yeah, because they bring up the, like, dude, dude's, like, 22 years old hitting on a high school student. And they come up with these, like, stories where he butchered people with a machete later on. This, these stories, which are far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I was curious, like, what's Nathan's tea? Everyone in this thing, in this film, is annoying. Except, mm-hmm. except Sienna. Except Sienna. I love Sienna. But Bryn in particular. Bryn is a friend of Alex's and she how would you describe Bryn? She's like the I guess she's considered the pretty promiscuous mean girl of their little friend group cuz she was the one that was dating Nico mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. The one that's always drinking uh, makes it all about it? her. Yeah. And that's when all of them share their stories about, like, these stories about Nathan, which I'm thinking, okay, this can't be this guy. And we come to find out that these stories may not be as far off as we're thinking. Because before we get into that, Alex and... uh Sky, they want to talk. They want to talk. It's been a while. So Sienna gives them a little space to go ahead and talk. She's going to wait in the car. Alex begins, like, I'm having a birthday dinner. It's my super sweet 16, and I want you to be here. I have all the people in, in my life who are most important to me here. And Sky makes it a point to let her know, like, bitch, I'm not important to you. We have not talked. I have reached out, but you have not hit me back. Like, it is very one-sided, this relationship. And Alex tells her, I've been going to therapy. My therapist says I'm doing well. I'm making strides. And I want, this is my attempt to, you know, salvage what we started. Even though what we started wasn't very much because we had just met. But I want to try to get back to that place. Right. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, perfectly said. Um, so she's like, so Sky, because Sky's such a sweetheart. She's like, she is. she is. Like, okay, like I'll stay. Cause and what I noticed mm-hmm. was when Alex was talking, she's like, I I I only invited six people. Yeah. And the way she said, I'm like, what? What's so special about six? Like, mm. oh, like a big ass house with just six people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, the, um, the, and apparently this house has no reception for no one's fucking cell phone. That big ass house. That big ass house. I'm sure there has to be like routers, like. Unless they knocked it out. I I, I don't know what the deal was. But they had zero bars. They need to be calling their phone company and being like, bitch, y'all need to up my bars. Give me 5G with something. But no one has signals. So we have Bryn walking around the house trying to get a signal. I forgot I forgot why. 
But she runs into Nathan, who apparently we thought left. And Nathan is coming off very creepy. They're in the backyard by the pool. And Nathan pulls out, like, this hunting knife. And she's like, Brent's like, what the fuck is that for? It's just them two. It's dark. And he was like, to cut things, to cut wires, to cut cans, to cut you. (laughs) And she's like, the fuck? Like, stop it. So she's running. And Nathan has to be the most doppiest killer in the world because he fucking runs, trips, drops the knife, falls into a gutter. And apparently he has to be the strongest killer in the fucking world, too, because he rips a fucking light pole out the goddamn ground. Yeah. What in the Avengers is going on here? He fucking grabbed that shit. He was like, like she rooted it because you see like the wires hanging from it and he just hits. No, he throws it. At it was like. And it, and it cracked. It cracked her head and it just stuck in her head. And she's just standing there, eyes going crazy. It gave me Molly from part two with her eyes going crazy. And he just explains to her. I, I don't know. He says some, something slick. And he takes the damn pole and takes it out of her head. And she just stumbles over into the pool and falls. And there's like, she's floating in the pool with her head leaking and there's blood all in the pool. I don't understand. And this is where I want your help at. Maybe I'm not, we're not there yet. Did he explain why he's killing these motherfuckers? So, I don't think he explained it at this scene. I believe he does later on, like, during the whole big reveal. Okay. Because we kind of find out he has, like, an obsession with um, Charlie Charlie Rotter. That explains what Skye did when she was tied up. Mm -hmm. Okay. It makes sense now. So, she's dead. She's dead. So you think. So you think. And we cut to Nico and Ani who are just saying, like, this party's boring, like, it's let's go do something. They go to a room, I think it's, like, a bar or something, and Ani says, let's smoke, let's go, let's go smoke some weed. And I have a question. I'm filled with questions today. Weed smokers, come to the front. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm calling you all to the carpet because I, I just need some guidance here. If me and you want to go smoke, right, and I'm like, yo, I don't know who's listening here. I'm, I'm sure John is listening. John, no, Mike. Mike, I know you're listening. Uh, Mike, let's go smoke. Do I offer the weed? Or do I'm so do- glad you brought up this question because Amos and I had this talk last night while watching this movie. Oh, because he's like, Bitch, I need to be there with y'all. Right, <laughs> right when that part happened, he was like, I hate when that shit happens. And we talked so. If you're the one that says, "Hey, let's go smoke," you sh- you should be ha- you should be the one with the stuff. So it's like if I if invite you to dinner, I should pay. Kind of, yeah. So like okay. if you're like, "Hey, let's go smoke," best believe I'm expecting you to have it. Okay, but do I? Okay, see, I have questions, and I'm gonna <laughs> ask Brandon. But now we beefing because because <laughs> uh-uh, he will open dip for you. The chip dip, chip dip gate. <laughs> It happened off of recording. We're fine, but he's mad at me because I spilled dip everywhere, but it's it's okay. We'll be okay. He's a smoker, and I want to know, like, so do I, am I allowed to smoke as much as I want? 
off that blunt or off that bowl or like see i feel like it i feel like it depends on the person i feel like if if you're supplying me i have to be courteous yes you know what i mean like if you take me to dinner ash and there's three bread rolls like with some honey with some honey butter spread Uh -uh. i eat eat when you eat one i'm gonna let you have that third one since you paying for my (laughs) for my bill but secretly, I'm hoping you split it with me. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna split it. I'm like, hey, there's one left. Let's split it in a half. But then secretly, secretly, I want you to be like, no, I don't want it. You could have it. Because <laughs> you were the full size. Right. But, okay, so we treat weed as we would treat food. Right. Now if, now, if it was like a joint and it was between two people, we'll go half on that. So what's a joint? What's the difference between a joint and a blunt? Is a blunt it, bigger than a joint? It's pretty much the same thing. I mean, don't come after me, y'all, if I get it mix, mixed up, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Weed smokers, come to the front. Amos so disappointed in me. Yeah, I, I'm not a smoker. I may have done an edible once or twice, and I smoke with Brandon. Off. Um, I smoke like with Brandon maybe once or twice to. Remember, did I tell you about the time I ate that edible when I was high for two days? <laughs> Because it was a brownie, and then I ate the whole brownie instead of, like, the half. I didn't. Who did I tell? But, yeah, I went, oh, my gosh. I was a mess for two days. Brandon was so pissed. He was like, I can't wait for this shit to wear off. I just kept laughing and laughing. I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when I did it. And it was the scene where, Devin, you hear me. It was the scene where Erica was yelling at Sutton at the dinner table. It was a mess. And I just found that scene so funny because I was hot. But anyway, I digress. Nico's scene with the flashlight was very alarming for me when he was in the room with the heads, the severed heads Uh of the animals. The flashing lights, the alarm, all of that was just a recipe for paranoia. And then he shot the door and like and there was like a big ass glory hole in the door <laughs> in the door and he thinks he's approaching it slowly because he sees someone passes by the door and he's very hesitant on like opening the door but when he does he sees Bryn's what was it a coat what was that it was a rabbit coat yeah the fur coat it was bloody and he was, and he believes he shot Bryn. He's like, oh, I, 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 <laughs> right. And that's when everybody gets together and is like, well, where is she? Where is she? And we and see Bryn- this part was creepy. It was dramatic. It, it was, was it was dramatic and creepy. Yeah. Explain to them. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's like trying to figure out what's going on, and then all of a sudden you just see like this figure standing there you're like wait a minute is this a ghost is this who could it be like you don't know who it is and it's Brynn and she's like somehow she had enough strength to get out the pool with this head injury and she's just like dragon dragon like on the floor and um she walks to the house and she like passes out on the pool table 
And Ambi's like, what's going on? What's going on? And that's when Brynn, like, throws up, like, all this blood and nastiness on Ambi. She sits up, throws up, and goes back down. Like, yes. dramatic in life and death. Like, it, it was written perfectly for her. Yes, and then, like, she's she's dead. Because I'm like, dang, she got enough courage to, and strength to get out of that pool? Mm-hmm. So and- everyone's like, ah! Yeah, that's when shit started going crazy, and Sky is just, to me, I feel like she just turned that switch on and was like, all right, I'm back in survival mode again. We're doing this again, motherfucker, god damn it, we're doing it again. She was pissed, I knew she was. But we cut to our girl, Sienna, who's still outside, waiting for Sky to come outside so they can get the fuck out of there. And she was on her car, listening to her music or whatever, you know, minding her business, and... To me, I was just saying, stay outside, baby. Just stay yeah, outside. Stay. Try your car. Your car ain't working. Just go find some help. Get the fuck out of there. You have no idea what's going on. This is just screaming, like, horror movie. And that, this is when, also, we find out that Nathan has complete control of everything in the house. Mm-hmm. It's like all the technology and all that stuff, he has control over it. Yeah. he. There's cameras in the house that he has... Hacked his way into if he's hacked. No, not not even hacked because it was given to him. It was given to yeah. him. What am I saying? Uh, and he knows where everybody is. He knows wh- what's going on on the inside as well as the outside. Sky at this point is taking charge. Like, stay away from the fucking doors. It just, everyone stay together. And one of the doors opens up and Everybody goes running outside through that door. And Sky's like, bitch, no, stop, stop. Don't go out there. But then here we go, Ani, Ami, whoever her name is, goes out there. Because she's trying to call 911. And she manages to get through, you know, given. She does get through, but they don't take her shit serious. They're on the line. Like, the operator who needs to be fired for this is like, no, y'all playing a prank. Yeah, you, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, she's like, you think I get paid enough to list all this this crap that you kids make up with? This is not funny. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ami, so like, Ami meets her demise because Nathan <laughs> shows up with a nail gun and shoots her in the stomach, and you're like, and this is okay. This is my favorite kill scene in this movie. Did you really? Yeah, because it's actually, it reminds me of, um, what was it, Final Destination, Destination. 3? Was it 4? With the nail gun. And in the hardware store, right? Yeah, okay. that's my favorite kill. And um, so she's just like, oh my gosh. And then, like you said earlier in this recording, the film is kind of disappointing because majority of the kills are off screen. Yes. So Ami, she... um. She starts getting like um getting gunned down with the nails and then she gets killed because Nathan nails her to the door. Yeah. And you see the blood you just see the blood. Yeah, you see the blood coming from the bottom of the door. And Nathan I believe he repeats I feel like Oh, because he pretends him. he's a cop. That's how oh, he got her. He pretends yes, he pretended yes, that yes. he was a cop. She was like, how the fuck did you get here so fast? And then that was it. Murder, she wrote. She gave a little chase scene. A little a little splash of a chase scene. But it, was, it wasn't it was good. 
Um, and then where are we at in this movie? Nathan said something that it, it kind of paid homage to part one about the thing I said that I liked. There was a saying that Charlie Rodder said that I I liked. He said something to the effect of they always get what they want, now give them what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And Nathan said that. And I felt as though, oh, okay, like we're throwing it back now to part one. We see we see Nico on the roof as well. Because they're trying to escape. I feel like I'm missing something though, Ash. Am I missing anything? Um no, so um Sky, she some she gets separated, she goes into the room yeah. and she discovers the mask. That her dad used to wear when he went on his mm-hmm. his murder's rampage. It was hanging on the door or something like that. It was hanging up. Yeah. It but it was like a paper mache version. Yeah. Because hmm. that's how the movie opens, like paper mache. Someone's yeah. doing paper mache. <laughs> so Nathan like walks in and he has a film playing with like all the events from like Alex and Sky's life. He re- then reveals that like he has like this obsession with Charlie Rotter. This and, is um, I think, where I like tuned out because I missed this part. I mean, okay. Yeah. So like he's like I really admire him and all the things that he did. The reason why he um he he killed um and he's like I I want to copycat him. I want to do exactly what he did, like killing Sky's friends. And then he wants to take Sky for himself. Mm-hmm. So that's when Nathan like locks her in that room. And then we're like, okay, what's going on with like Alex and Leo? So um Alex and Leo, they reunite and um they find out that like Nathan is like following them. And Leo tried his best to be like the hero, but he yeah. fails. Yeah. And um so he has the gun before he can shoot Nathan. Alex reveals to be the other killer. Yeah. And she slits his throat. Yeah. And that was the end of Leo. Oh, I, yeah. Then we we go outside, and that's when whatchamacallit was on top of the roof. Nico. Uh, Nico. Yeah. Nico was on the roof. He manages to fall off. Did he get stabbed? Yeah, so he falls and he lands on top of that knife, on the knife okay. that um, Nathan dropped okay. when he was going after Bryn. So, yeah. Oh! Okay. Then he gets stabbed. He's trying to get up. He has a knife in his stomach. He runs into Nathan outside. This was kind of badassery a little bit. He takes the knife out of his stomach and he's like, bitch, I will use this shit. And Nathan was like, the fuck? Like, and what did Nathan use? It was like a golf club or something, something a blundering object. Yeah. And he just goes in on Nico, just started. He, how Charlie Rodder did jam with the butcher knife, he did Nico that way. He just kept hammering him. He kept ooh, going. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But then our homegirl, Sienna, runs up on uh Nathan and she's like hey I thought you left <laughs> like just completely oblivious about what's going on in the bushes over there and he's playing it <laughs> off so good like oh yeah I just I wanted to come back but you know this is kind of lame or whatever 
And she begins like, hey, I have car trouble. Can you help me? Completely oblivious still. He's like, she's like, I need help. And I love how she's like, you know, with me being a girl and all. A girl and all. Come on, stereotypes. But he's like, okay, let's go back to your car. I can go ahead and take a look for you. I can see what I can do for you. They go back. He kind of looks back at Nico's body. And you see Nico's bloody hand, like, reaching up. And then it just falls down. Again, this is another kill that's happened off screen. Mm-hmm. Annoying. So they go back. And we see Sienna's, like, in the car. That she pops the hood. And she sees, she's seen before that a, a wire was cut or ripped out underneath yeah. the like, towards Something had to do with a battery, I suppose. I don't know. I'm not familiar with cars. I don't even know how to change a flat. But he's looking, and he's like, oh, I see the problem. And he kind of backs up, and he was like, look there. Like, trying to, like, get her to go deeper under the hood. And he kind of slowly removes the the bar that holds up the hood, and he just slams it. Slam. Ah, my heart broke. And he did it repeatedly, like, twice, like, on her body, on her head. She's like, ah. I'm like, oh, Sienna. I was like, damn, my girl. Like, I was, like, trying. I was rooting for you, baby girl. I was really rooting for you. So they take her out. Um, Nathan takes her out. What we think. So he kind of leaves her body there and he goes, moses his way back on into the building, into the mansion. So there, I'm I'm all sad. Sky, when she does, when Alex does reveal herself, she kind of chloroforms Sky and like puts her unconscious with a rag that knocks her out. Sky makes her way, makes, you know, she wakes up. And she does see this scene, which is awesome to me. I just, I feel like this has been done somewhere else in another movie, but I just cannot pinpoint what movie. But there was, I'm lying. Happy birthday to me. I was getting happy birthday to me vibes from it. It wasn't a movie. Yeah. Like when she had everyone like sitting at the table. Yes. With their corpses. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you remember. It was a show back in the day on Fox. It, it, it lasted one season, but to me, this was a show I feel like that should rise from the dead. Like, I think Fear, like on MTV. But there was a show called Murder in Small Town X. I don't know if you've heard of it. If anybody is, oh, every time I talk about the show, everyone thinks I'm crazy. There was a show called Murder. It was a show called Murder in Small Town X. It was a reality show that people would go, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. It was a reality show. People got on there and they would basically, at the end, how they would get eliminated is they would go to two separate places and one place a killer was waiting for them. And if you go to the, and you pick the places by getting clues. It was like a murder mystery thing. It was so fucking good. I'm so mad they canceled it. But at the end, the season finale of that show, the people who died, not like the contestants, but like there were people who were in a, it was a story that everyone was in on and they were actors. And the actors who died in the story were set up in a room that in that fashion where they were sitting in a chair, you know, just present at this dinner party. And that's what Alex did. Alex had her people sitting up at the table 
<laughs> and she had her red, co- her red coat on and she was making out with Nathan. And I was telling you, I think in the last episode, there was a cake scene that if you blinked, you missed it. Uh-huh. it was, the scene I was talking about was when I think it was Leo. He was sitting or it was Nico. He was sitting in the chair and he kind of falls over and <laughs> his like body falls over and smashes into the cupcake. So I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, great B-Day scene, great dinner scene. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's not okay. Um, 16-year-old with a 22-year-old. And yeah. she said they had met at um, Zoe's funeral. Yes. Yes. Um, and I, for, I to be honest, I forgot about Zoe. Like, she was a big part of part, excuse me, part two. But to me, it's, she was easily forgotten. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but to me... I feel like Nathan's presence and Alex's presence and performance in this film took the cake for me. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> and I feel like when Sky was tied up, this is when it started making sense when you explained it to me earlier how he was how Nathan was obsessed with Charlie Rotter is when she started seducing Nathan. Like, you don't want me, you don't want, you don't want to kill me. You know, my dad didn't even know Alex existed. I was his everything. You don't want to kill me. And this is why, I, and this is where I see eye to eye with Michael. Michael says <laughs> the killer is always the best thing, like seduce the killer. I agree. I agree. Get his dick wet. Like, get him aroused. Make him want you. Make him make it hard for him not to kill you. And that's exactly what she did. She got him to untie her. Yeah, because Alex is like, don't listen to her. Don't listen. He's like, shut up. <laughs> and I love how, like, when Sky like, figures out, like, what she could do, like, to get him to untie her, she just, just like, changes her demeanor. She's like, oh, Nathan. Like, yeah. you don't want her. Yeah. I'm the she, one who, you, you want me. Yeah. And I, I thought that was awesome. And mind you, she's in her red coat, not not Sky, but Alex. I'm like, she's giving me, you know, A vibes. <laughs> and she ultimately takes the scythe and kills me. big ass scythe. Yes, and just slices Nathan from sternum to groin. Ha <laughs> ha, scream. <laughs> um, and then she said, look what you made me do. Look what you made me <laughs> I just automatically thought Taylor Swift. And that's where this is act three. We're in act three. It's going to be sister versus sister. Everyone is dead except these two. So we think. And they and start fighting outside in the rain. Dramatic. They have this dramatic ass standoff in the rain, running at each other like they were in Avengers Civil War. And they just get the fighting. And it, they were they, fighting. They were fighting. Like, they needed a get along t shirt. Like, were those big <laughs> t shirts that your parents put you in and you have to share it? <laughs> These, they needed timeout. These poor siblings. Anyway, she, ma- she manages to, they manage to fight. Sky gets the upper hand and kicks fucking Alex in the face and knocks her out. And we see Sky going back to like the house and da 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 like Sienna's alive. She she checked her pulse. She saw Sienna's body before like the whole fight scene happened with 
her and Alex, and she was sitting up against the gate, and she checked her pulse. I didn't know. Was she breathing there? I think so. So I think she was pretty much, like, just pretending to be dead, so no one could, like, really mess with her. Okay. Final girl. Boom. Final girl. Sienna's final girl. And Sienna wakes up, like, oh, bitch, like, I'm, I'm hurt, whatever, and Sky's like, we need to get you to the damn to the hospital because they, she was going to leave and Sky was like, I'm not leaving without Sienna. And I love how when she like she gets to Sienna, Sienna's like talking, she's like, where's Nathan? Girl! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he dead. We got to go. Yeah, I'll tell you about that later, but just trust me. So she sees the car. There's a, there was a car that Alex was trying to run Sienna over and She's beeping the horn because the police come. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, Ami did her job. You know, she did what she was supposed to do. She got the cops there. And the, the cops are paying them no mind. This girl is on the floor dying because of head trauma. Sky's like at her wits and like these bitches can't hear me. So let me do this dramatic ass thing by taking a flare. This was so... And what are the odds of a a flare being in a trunk? That made me mad. This whole fucking family is dramatic. This whole family from, (laughs) like, the mom, the the crazy-ass dad. The only one who wasn't dramatic was the innocent dad who thought (laughs) he was the dad of Alex, who got his head chopped off. He didn't deserve that. But this whole family was dramatic. And the car blows up. The cops stop. And they come, start making their way towards Alex, uh, towards Sienna and Sky. And Ale- uh, Sky is just walking away from the car on some Angela Bassett shit. Uh-uh. Slow motion. Just wa- yes, <laughs> just walking Take away from their shoulders. <laughs> just walking away. Like, you did not need to do that, girl. A couple of honks from that car, a couple more, you would have been all right. They would have got the gist. Mine ain't that loud. Uh-uh. <laughs> But then we start getting like, um, is it called an epilogue at the end? Like, I think so. Okay, so we get the epilogue of Alex being admitted to the crazy place. We see her in a straight jacket. That straight jacket could have been a little bit tighter. Uh huh. Very very loose. Homegirl could have got out. And I love how her hair is messy. I'm like, why? Why is that such like a a thing? Like just because someone's like in a mental hospital, their hair is messed up. Their hair is gonna be crazy. Did you see the Craft movie? Yes. And at the end, she was in a crazy place and her hair was messed up. That pissed me off, too. (sighs) I was mad. But that's what I thought of when I saw that. Yeah. And Alex clearly isn't over this shit. She runs up to the glass because Sky's looking at her in the glass, talking to her like, I'm still going to be there for you. You're my sister. Boop, boop, boop. And she just runs at this glass and bangs her face on the damn glass and, like, breaks it a little bit. I was like, damn. (laughs) Ash Ash just mouthed something to me. I agree with her. I'm not going to tell you what she mouthed, but, yeah, (laughs) I agree with you. Um, So, yeah. And they, and I feel like in that sense, Alex is alive. She is admitted. I feel like if they wanted to, they could have gotten a part, they could have did a lot with part four because of that scene. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But like the budget her escaping, wasn't budgeting. yeah. Something. But the budget wasn't budgeting, 
So they were like, we're going to leave this open if the budget's there, if they want to give us a fourth one. But if not, it's okay if you leave it here. Right. Um, so, go ahead. And I was going to say, so our girls are in art school. They're setting up for an art. Um, Thriving. Yeah, how do you, what do you, what do you call it? Exhibit. Yeah. So our girl Sienna's doing well. She has like a little score on her forehead, but she's she, good. Um, little gallery. Yeah, their little gallery. That's where you see the director of the film. He's he's playing like the art teacher. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to see like what like people are gonna say about your piece, Sky. She's like, well, I'm not gonna be here. So she yeah. walks outside, and there's Briggs waiting for her across the street. Oh yeah, and, like where the fuck you been at? Right. <laughs> all this shit. And they get their hug and kissing, and they walk away, and they're all happy. Yeah, and happily ever after. <laughs> I will say that painting that she did is nice. Oh, yeah. I, I, I liked the painting a lot. Uh, it, it stood out to me. So I was like, okay, go ahead, do, do the damn thing, girl. So, um, Ash, any final notes for this movie itself? And then we can go into final notes about the series itself. So part three was kind of a little bit of a letdown. I think it was mainly because like what we've been saying, like the whole budget and everything of it. Um, I do like how the cast was like small. Like it wasn't like so many characters. Like we had like what a total of what eight, eight. nine characters in the whole movie. Um I knew that Alex was going to be a killer just by the way she was acting towards the end of the second film. So it was nice to see her. I'm like, yes, more female villains. Um, I thought it was weird that you got like a 16-year-old and a 22-year-old hooking up. Um, But other than that, I mean, it's not a... It could have been better, but I mean, I'm still happy with how it ended. I felt like it was a nice wrap up to this trilogy trilogy and I'm happy that Sky finally gets her happy ending and with with uh Briggs. I I agree. Um I feel like Sienna made this movie for me be just just because she was just that relatable homegirl. You know, she wasn't in the whole gist of everything. She was absent for a lot, but she still managed to stand out and I think it was probably accredited it's accredited to the actress's performance. I do, you do feel the budget cut with this, mm -hmm. with this entry in the series. A lot of deaths, they were off screen. I don't know if they saved the, the money for the mansion rental. I don't know what it was, but you can definitely feel it. Uh, I want to, I disagree with you with the whole, I knew Alex was going to be a killer. I thought maybe, and like I said, I watched all three of them. But when I went to go rewatch it, I saw the promotional poster for the third one, and it kind of spoiled it for me. Kind of yeah. gave it away. So I'm like, damn, I wish they would have did something else with the promotional poster. Like but how they're facing I, off like this. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I'm like, mm. I will say this part, part three was the least of my, it was my least favorite of the, mm -hmm. of the three. I think it actually goes in order. Like, part one is my favorite, then second, and third. So kind of like, yeah, same. you know. My favorite death was Nathan. I do like the whole guts out. I feel like that was a lot of budget, <laughs> too. Like, okay, let's just save all of the budget for the last kill. Right. 
And I think Alex did great in her crazy era. I feel like her her crazy, even when she was yelling at Alex, uh, yelling at Sky in the at the dinner when she was tied up, like, and then she would just snap back, like, "All right, let me calm down. <laughs> let me calm down." I think she did awesome. As far as this movie, my love, do you do you think it should rise from the dead or stay buried? I believe it should rise from the dead. It's so not it's not a bad ending to a trilogy. Um, I wish they could have done a little more with it, but I mean, what can we do? It's still it's still pretty satisfying. So I think we're three for three that all three of these movies should rise from the dead. Oh, yeah. I feel like Definitely. that all in in you know, communitively, well co- all together, I'm trying to say, this series should rise from the dead. Yeah, yeah. and it proves to you that something good could come out of MTV. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And it's it's the core of what we do here on Rise from the Dead podcast is we give acknowledgement to those films that, you know, people just don't know of or even forgotten about. And it is someone's craft that they're proud of. MTV was at obviously proud of it as well if they gave him three three movies i enjoy this i feel like mm-hmm. i could watch this again and you could laugh it's it's a movie you don't take serious the series this series you you don't take serious it's a it's a fun watch it's very fun it's very camp you and i have developed a lot of inside jokes just from watching this <laughs> these three these three movies and i think I would like to see it come back for a fourth. I don't, I don't know. Obviously, we can go in the direction of Crazy Alex for a fourth. But it they can easily bring this back if they wanted to. Right. And hopefully, like, I feel like every anytime or every time I, like, we cover a movie on this show, it gets, like, a new release and a upgrade uh, and everything. So I'm just like, fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> And if it does get upgraded, it's because of us. So we should get free yes. copies. Boom. We yes. said it. With autograph. Autograph. Um, but yeah, that's it. This was the the last episode before our little break. Um Ooh. Ash, let me ask you. Uh-oh. Um <laughs> y'all, I'm about to have my like 30-day review on like live here with y'all. How did I do? Listeners, how did I do? I want to know. Just tell me if I could do anything better. I'm open for it. I I, I can't thank you enough for inviting me for to be a, a host, a permanent host. I hope I made you proud, but just tell me. Let me have it. <laughs> I, ooh, child, hold on. I think you're amazing and I'm so glad to have you as my partner in crime and I feel like you added that extra oomph and that razzle dazzle that the show needed and was missing so like I've always told you you're you're the missing piece to this puzzle I'm just I'm thankful I, I, I can't I learned a lot a part of this 
part of me joining, of course, it's something to do with the distraction from, you know, the dramas of life. But also, too, I am so glad that I get to learn from you. You are so knowledgeable. Everyone I come into contact with, who knows you, they're so excited when you come up. A lot of, a lot of people believe in what you do. And I am a believer. I, you have done an amazing job. No matter where you go, if it's on your platform, if it's on your guest hosting somewhere, I can show you DMs of people just giving you praise and just you're you're a very celebrated <laughs> in the horror community. So it's such an honor, oh. such a privilege. I'm glad that um we got so much more to come, guys. Mm-hmm. We really do. We have Ash and I have been thinking about a big, huge project that it may involve other people. I don't want to get into it because we yeah. we still got to pull it together. It's a huge, crazy idea. <laughs> but if anybody can do it, we can do it. Yes, we got this. Yeah. So, guys, let us know what you think about this episode, what you think about this movie series. If you have any ideas for the future for Rise from the Dead, uh, we'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. We ain't going nowhere. So while we're gone, all you other hoes, y'all enjoy y'all time because <laughs> we will be back. You know, her, Ash and I will probably be popping up on other people's show. But we got things to do. We got, yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. things to do. We've we, we grown ups. Yeah, <laughs> um, so but, before we head out, like, what would be your overall rating of this franchise or this trilogy? Oh. Out of five, oh, Charlie yeah, Broders. I would give this series. A, f- a solid four, Charlie okay. Roberts. Okay. The, the, the movie, it's part three itself. We got into all of that. We didn't even rate the fucking <laughs> movie. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> the movie itself, I would give it mm. <laughs> mm. I don't want to give it a four, but I don't want to give it a three, so I'll hit the middle 3.5. Okay. Yeah. Just because the budget wasn't budgeting. So 3.5, let's see. Nail guns to the door or drunk girl, no. 3.5 off screen kills. There you go. <laughs> 3.5 off screen kills. That is that is my biggest gripe about this fucking film. Yeah, I def I'll give it a three. I'll give it a solid three. Off-screen death kills out of five. Yeah. I feel like it was just like, like, okay, here's part three. So we're no, we don't know how we're going to wrap it up, but we know we're going to do the kills off-screen. We're going to spend all this money on this house, and that's that. But I mean, it's still a good, it's still a, a pretty solid conclusion to the trilogy. I, I just, I feel like it missed, it missed a little of its magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, I, like, like I said in the beginning of recording, I wanted to check to see if it was the same production company, same writers, and stuff because it just felt different. This one felt yeah. different. Let me see. So, I couldn't find the budget. So, writers, Scott Thomas and Jed. That was the first. Hold on. So mm. it's still 
same people behind it. It had to have been the budget. It had to have been. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Well, yeah, the, we... the same writers for all three films. Yeah, same director and everything too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now different producers, but yeah. Maybe the production. I don't know. It just it didn't feel. One is not the same as the others. And I love how the runtimes. So the first one's eighty four minutes, the second's eighty five, and the third is eighty three. Oh yeah. See. Mm. But it's still good time. Yeah, it's still a good time, but it speaks for itself, folks. I definitely felt it. It's it's not it's not bad. But it ain't good. It does knock it down a little bit, but not too much where I'm like, I stick my nose up at it. Right. We still know her. (laughs) But yeah, my overall rating for the trilogy, I give it four point five out of five. Ooh, it's actually. it's a good time. The kills were awesome. The Charlie Rodder killer was he was scary. Like he was fast with it. Um, you really do care for the characters, and mm-hmm. uh, you're rooting for Sky. That's why I had Sky as one of my top uh, underrated final girls. It all because, started because of that. Yeah, she was going and, through and it. She- it wasn't her fault. And people talk about Sydney being the angel of death. Homegirl is the angel of death here. If y'all haven't seen this, y'all need to see it and peep why. What? All right, let me ask you this. Out of all three films, your top kill. Oh. Oh my gosh, this is tough. Out of all three films, my favorite kill. I'm stuck between the stripper cake from the second movie and what the girl from the first film. Which one? She got her head decapitated. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. It was either her or the girl that was in the bathroom. Mine was the bathroom with the fire hydrant. Yeah. I keep calling it a fire. I think I called it a fire hydrant. Extinguisher. the, The fire extinguisher. Yeah, that was my favorite out of all three. Yeah. I mean, all the kills were clever. Except the off-screen ones. And I'm going to keep saying it, people. Off-screen, off-screen, <laughs> off-screen. I hate that shit. <laughs> uh, but let's go out on a high note, guys. Where can they find you, Ash? You can find me on Twitter at ash to ashes That's Ash with the X in the middle, Ashes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you can follow the show's Twitter too at Rise from Dead Pod. And also, even though we're going on our little hiatus, your girl will be attending Horror Hound Ooh, and yes. has the can reveal that. Yeah, so we have the opportunity to do some media coverage. So definitely stay tuned for some bonus content. Oh my gosh, Ash, I'm so fucking proud of you. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm, I, our I girl is doing it. I know, but y'all, our girl is doing it. She is going to be at Horror Hound. I can't wait. I hope we meet lots and lots of people. Oh my gosh. I'm still um, I still don't know who I'm gonna be interviewing or what my assignment's gonna be, but I'm like, uh, it's something. I wanted to announce that so bad, but that was like, let me just shut my big mouth. This is not my news to announce, but I'm so glad you said something. Um, but Thank you for giving the push because I was just going to brush it off because my friend 
was the one I reached out. Like, we have a group chat of, like, all the creators. And he's yeah. like, hey, like, my friend, he's looking for media coverage. Like, he wants podcasters and all that stuff. And I was like, eh, no, I'll pass. And then I noticed, like, all my other friends, they were signed up. And I was just like, and that's, that's why I reached of... out to you. No, ask <laughs> you ever. Like, you had the chops for this. Your knowledge, your personality. <sighs> Everything I'm saying now, I told you in private. Like, you, you are the cat's meow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But anyway, I'm so proud of you. Can't wait to hear more about it. Can't wait to share more about it. Um, like, yeah. she will be sharing. I will force her to. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Good. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Germs Got Jokes, J3RMZ Got Jokes. Instagram is main period, event period, Germ, J3RM. Also, Instagram, Rise from the Dead Pod. We're there, you know, we like to reach out to people through there. I've been meeting a lot of cool people, a lot of content creators, a lot of fans of horror. It is such an awesome, awesome platform. You know, see us there, see us anywhere. You know, we'll be here, you know, we're on our break, but we're around. And just shout out to you, Jerm, for being my partner in crowd. I always say this. I'm so thankful to have you on. I feel like I'm my better, I'm my better self, my be- a ber- better version of myself because you're on the show with me now. Oh, and, I ask, <laughs> and I ask, and I look forward to like just talk to you, like what whether it's like just chit chatting or just talk about the show. Like I always look forward to talking to you and just planning things, and you make it fun for me again. Oh. Well, I can't wait, y'all. She's dragging me at, at other places, too. Like, I'm being known because of you, Ash. Like, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I thank you. Um, but you guys, uh, we'll let you know when we come back. We'll come back, you know. We're not, okay. we'll probably take like a month off, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little month off. It'll we be okay. Going. So y'all can always listen back to other episodes yeah. and rate and yes. leave us comments. And then check out our friends too. Check yeah. out you know, Ash is on Killer Dead of the Dead. You know what I mean? Come on. Kill the uh, Dead, got people under the scares. You got Blurdy Massacre, Girl That's yes. Scary, Nightmare on Fear Street. Homies of Horror. Let's talk about them. Like Tyrone. Tyrone, hello. Tyrone always got something going on. Like yes. you know. Shout out to them. Just yes. big shout out. And you know, we love you guys. And we love you, listeners. Yeah, we beautiful do. listeners. Thank you. Beautiful. I feel like we've been spending like 40 hours just trying to wrap up this fucking episode. <laughs> no, <I was laughs> but all right, we're leaving. All right. Um, beautiful people, this was Rise from the Dead podcast. Bye. Adios.